Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Worst Cast, a podcast about the worst fantasy football league that's ever been. What started as a 12-team league with a bunch of friends in grad school has turned into a ridiculous, data-driven ride down memory lane. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode three of The Worst Cast. I am Alex, joined by my co-host, Brandon. Alex, I didn't think we'd make it this far. Three episodes in. It's incredible. Well, the good news is we're not using listening analytics to decide if we're going to keep going. We're just doing it anyway, and I think that's pretty important. You can't be canceled if no one is asking you to do it. So that's that's, some, that's, a positive. that's next level stuff. Um, so on today's podcast, we have some exciting stuff. We had our second interview of the year with league mate Nick. Um, that'll be like last week at the end of the show. He was fantastic. He lived up to all the expectations. How would you feel about that interview with Nick? I mean, the intro alone is worth it, guys. Just uh, the in- Nick's intro, just wait for it. It's going to be great. Yeah, keep you on the edge of your seat. So today on the pod, um, we're going to quickly run through some news and notes, some injuries, some transactions around the league, um, give a little recap of week eight, go through what that means from a power rankings and playoff picture perspective. Then we're going to play a fun little game called Let's Make a Deal. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And then we'll jump into our interview with Nick's. Work for you, Brandon? That sounds great. Let's get it going. Awesome. So to jump right off, we're going to talk about some news and notes, starting with some injuries. Brandon, talk to me about some big injuries that you saw this week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think there were definitely a couple injuries around the league. It's we're, we're getting into it, uh, you know, into the season. So, you know, players are starting to get injured. Uh, for Josh's team, both James Conner uh, kind of came out of that game on Monday night with a bit of an injury. He may or may not play this week. Chase Edmonds, uh, was a, a surprise injury there for Josh as well uh, in, in his week eight game. Uh, lost him uh, pretty early in that game, so that's unfortunate. Um, other injuries, Brandon Cooks is uh, dealing with a concussion. Uh, that's Gray's player. Um, and, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes for Eric's still continues um, to nurse his way back to health. Uh, Alvin Kamara for Beth Ann uh, continues to be on the bench. Perhaps he'll play this week. I know Eric is probably hoping he doesn't because he's got uh, – He's got Latavius Murray. Um, and then other than that, I think it's a pretty clean build of health uh, for the rest of the league. Shout who still has an carry uh, on Johnson on her roster, who's on IR. Might want to move that guy uh, off your roster and pick up somebody <clears> else. <throat> also, she started, this is, uh, do we have a, a drop for, for shame, shame, shame? You know, maybe from like Game of Thrones? Shame. She started. Shame. Shame. There it is. I, I had there to do it is. myself for copyright purposes. Thank you. She started Matt Ryan this past week against uh, our, our podcast interviewee this week, Nick. Uh, Matt Ryan did not play, uh, and so he got ze- she got zero points out of Matt Ryan. Lost the game by two points, just two points. So if she put basically anybody into that spot, uh, she probably could have gotten the win. Probably not Joe Flacco, but that's another story. Um, yeah. So some big some big people going down. Some big some big changes around the around the league. Um, but outside of just players going down, we wanted to jump right in and talk to you a little bit about, you know, the league scoreboard and some of the things that happened this past week. Um, to start off, it was actually my matchup, big matchup for me, really needed to pull out the W this week. And it was looking honestly not too great for most of it. Um, it was me versus Beth Ann. I ended up pulling out the game 115 to 104, led on the very strong shoulders of Tevin Coleman in his four touchdown game. Thank you, Tevin Coleman. Never thought I would expect this from you. And I actually want to make one personal call out to uh, uh, my co-host Brandon here, who told me I might have been better off um, starting Kirk Cousins. And Matthew Stafford went out there and got me 23 points. So I guess my ignorance of Cousins' availability proved to be a masterful move. It ended up working out for you. That's true. I think you would have lost the game otherwise, right? I don't know how many I, Kirk Cousins I lost said, the game but it wasn't that many. It was a, we oh, were a pretty high-scoring matchup. I think we were the only matchup this week where both teams were in triple digits. That is correct. So moving on to the next matchup, um, it was Mr. Eric versus Jeff. Eric Eric took care of business. He was actually the high score for the week. Aaron Jones has just been unbelievable for him, um, led by Aaron Jones with 
33 points and you know that really led the way and Jeff got another strong performance from Aaron Rodgers but it wasn't quite enough in the 119 to 98 game um they put Eric at four and four squarely in the playoff hunt at this point and for those confused right now that's because of the thin air uh happening in Colorado and Denver uh that was not Eric that played Jeff but actually Samantha that uh, that our, our dear commissioner Alex is talking about. You know, I, I'm reading names here. My apologies to the fans. Dr. Anyway, Strange Chubb, of course, is Samantha, who got a crucial win. Absolutely. My apologies, Samantha. I get confused with these names. But moving on to the next one, um, quite the battle between my co-host Brandon here and the Minshewville Glitter Kitties owned by Mr. JT. Um, I mean, Brandon, another 100-point game, 112 points from Mr. Brandon, led by Cooper Cup, who's just unbelievable and probably has Brandon wishing we were in a PPR league at this point. But um, Cooper Cup's looking like maybe the best wide receiver in football coming off this game with 28 points. I definitely did not mind that explosion of points. That is true. And I'm sure that Brandon Cook's injury is not going to hamper him in the long run either here, so... Looking good for Brandon in the long run with that with that wide receiving core. Um, next game, we're going to jump into a matchup between Josh, um, you know, leading the league right now, and Jess. This that was, would be Jess. Yeah, this was a pretty pretty important matchup in terms of the playoff picture. Um, Mike Evans, just unbelievable. I think Mike Evans might have scored like 11 points in the last – 10 seconds of the first half to really to really shoot his game up there. Um, Brandon, give me a little bit of insight on what this what this one means. Yeah, this is a, is a huge matchup of the week between, you know, Josh, who is seven and one versus Je- or, sorry, Josh was six and one and Jess was uh, five and two. Uh, both were leading their divisions. Both were atop the power rankings. This was a number one versus number two. Josh comes out on top 105 to 80. And as a result, he keeps pace with yours truly. It's seven and one atop the leaders division. I don't. We have not had very many seven and one teams in league history. Uh, you're going to have to wait to read the power rankings to find out just how many, so I can dig into the statistics. But on the other division, the Legends division, it allows another team owner to get a leg up on Jess, who now moves into second in that division. Uh, and remember, it's important to win your division because that means that you uh, avoid that first round game. You get that much needed buy. Most definitely. So on to the next matchup. This is actually Eric's team, um, led by Latavius Murray, but it was not nearly enough to be last week's guest, Gray, who took home the W, 95-82, to 82, led by Josh Allen and none other than the Pittsburgh defense. Seems like every time we're talking about Gray, it has to do with a defense scoring a ton of points. But, you know, that's that's the life we live against good fantasy players who stream defenses. Um, talk to me about that one. It's it's really that one didn't have a lot of consequences from the Eric side, but it really does create a little bit of you know distance for Gray and starts to really put him up there. Yeah, important win for Gray, who jumps ahead of Jess. He now leads the division, is moving up the power rankings this week, which I'll get to in a sec. Uh, but yes, uh, big time win for Gray. Uh, not a great uh, result for Eric, obviously, who uh, was without Patrick Mahomes and had Tom Brady uh, filling in in his stead. Latavius Murray did all he could do with 27 points, but the rest of the roster uh, could not do enough, especially with uh, Amari Cooper um, uh, on by that week. Yeah, most definitely. And then our next game, you'll learn about some of the uniqueness a little bit later. This is with our guest, Mr. Nick. He pulled out that impressive 90-88 to grinded-out win versus Greco, led by none other than Darren Fells and Mason Rudolph. For a guy who likes to claim he doesn't really pay too close attention, those are some pretty deep cuts. I have to say that that is 100% accurate for sure. An impressive win for Nick, who did it without Devontae Adams, still out with an injury, um, so that and without his his starting quarterback Dak Prescott, who is on bye. So an impressive, important win for Nick. Uh, asterisk. Uh, Greco starting Matt Ryan, uh, who was uh, injured. But she, she, I noticed she was actually activating players. I think she played Jamal Williams, who had 15 points. And that was the first time she's played him this season. So she was moving people up and in. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she was just uh, surprised by uh, Matt Ryan not, not being able to play. Yeah, it, it was a little bit of underreported news until right up until game time. So that's a little bit of a recap of this week. Um, I'm sure you're all really, really interested in what we just covered there. But to get to the nitty-gritty of what it means, um, I'm going to go ahead and just 
take a step back here and let Brandon talk through some power rankings in the playoff picture. Absolutely. And I'm just going to give us some high level uh, thoughts based on week eight. Um, so, uh, you know, we're only about five weeks out from the playoffs now. Uh, you know, there's still enough, a lot of time to play, but uh, we are kind of winding down here. Um, and as we wind down, uh, the biggest movers of the week were Jess and Samantha. Uh, Jess actually dropped uh, big time this week, dropped four spots after her loss from first in the power rankings all the way down to fourth below you, Alex in the rankings, so you are now the new number three player in the power rankings. What? Jess, Jess is number four. It's a little, you know, it's interesting when we compare, say, you know, true wins and points scored, right? So this week was actually one of the higher scoring weeks in the league. I think we averaged over 98 points per game this week, and it's not necessarily because we had really high scores, but it's because we didn't have low, low scores. Jess's 80 points was the lowest score uh, in the league was this week, which is really not that low of a score, but as a result of that, uh, being true, uh, she gets zero true wins uh, for the week because it's not necessarily about how many points you score or how few, but how it is, relates uh, to the competition that week. So it's a big drop for her. She drops down to fourth, but really that top group, um, really it's a top five of Josh Gray, Alex, Jess, and Brandon still looking good for the playoffs. And then wouldn't you know what our biggest riser of the week, last week, Alex, you asked me who was the dark horse to make the play playoffs. Um, I kind of sig uh, singled out Jeff. Uh, but I should have been I, I should have been uh, looking to someone much closer to me, and that's Samantha, because she got the important win over Jeff this week. That bumps her up to number six in the power rankings. And if the playoffs were to start today, she would be the sixth seed. Uh, Alex, you know something about playing a six-seeded Samantha in the playoffs. Um, so uh, it's almost scarier than a six-seeded Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and I think right now you would be the four seed possibly. So I think you might be safe. You're the fourth or the fifth, no, you're the fifth seed, I think, right now. So you would be safe from her, at least for the moment. Still like that bye week, but I think that's a little <laughs> bit out of the picture for me at this point. <laughs> yeah, so Samantha moves up. She's in really great shape. But really, honestly, it's it remains wide open. I think that top five, or top four at least, of Josh Gray, Jess, and Brandon, with Alex not far behind, uh, you know, and then that sixth seed is really wide open, Samantha at four and four. But even if you go all the way to the down to the bottom of the rankings, Nick getting that important win over Greco pushes him to two and five and one. Even he um, is only a game and a half uh, out of that final playoff spot with five games to go. I mean, two, five and one is feasibly three and four in its own little way when it comes to tiebreakers. Exactly. It, it, it's really close. I mean, even Greco and Eric, who are two and six, they're two games back with five to go. Uh, really, anybody is still in it. Um, so uh, for those of you listening out there, um, keep grinding, keep trying, because, uh, you know, it's all still possible. As I detailed in my blog post last week, um, most seasons you need to get to seven and six to make the playoffs. This season, six and seven is probably good enough. If you have enough points, you just got to get to six wins. And in some cases, even five wins uh, is enough to do it. Um, if you got the right number of points. Um, so, um, so keep everybody out there, um, you know, keep, keep grinding away. Awesome. So our next segment here, we're going to try something a little bit different. Um, we made this up. It's completely random and it's called let's make a deal. Um, Brandon explain how let's make a deal is going to work. Absolutely. So let's make a deal. You know, we felt like this would be a great episode, uh, a great time to do this because this week was the trade deadline. Of course, there was a lot of uh, a lot of discussion about who would get traded this week. Uh, you know, the biggest trade that really ended up happening was Kenyon Drake uh, being traded from the Dolphins to the Cardinals. That affected a lot of team owners in the league this week, um, from Josh, who has Chase Edmonds, um, to Jess, who has David Johnson. Both players, um, perhaps signaling. Uh, both players on the Cardinals perhaps signaling that their health may be a little bit in question, and so perhaps Kenyon Drake is needed there. Kenyon Drake is on, uh, I believe, uh, Nick's team, um, and so maybe he's going to get some burn. And then, of course, also moving up in his place uh, now is Mark Walton, who Samantha acquired uh, in waivers this week. So she now has the new running back in Miami. So trades affecting a lot of people this week. Um, but, you know, I have just always felt like people are very precious when it comes to their own rosters. Often we don't want to trade our own players because we're risk averse or we're more afraid of making a bad deal than we are. We, we overrate the effect of making a bad deal compared to the opportunity cost of what could be a very good deal that we might make. So um, to help to help some of our fellow league mates um, – uh, get out of that, shake out of that bubble. Alex and I are going to do a segment called Let's Make a Deal, where the two of us are going to be at at random assigned two rosters in the league, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna set the clock, and we're gonna try to make a deal between those two uh, those two rosters and see if we can get something done. What do you think, Alex? 
I think it sounds like an idea. It sounds like an idea. All right, let's do it. So the way this is going to work is I've got a random number generator right here through Google. I'm going to generate two random numbers. Uh, and this is not like when we g generated the random uh, draft lottery at the beginning of the year and Alex got the first pick and I got the third. This is actually random. Uh, and uh, and based on that random number, we're, we're going to assign – I'm going to look down and I'm going to pick uh, where we are in the power rankings and we're going to pick that owner. So are you ready, you ready Alex, to find out who your, your team owner is going to be? Roll those proverbial dice. I'm rolling the dice. And you got the 10th place team in the round, power rankings, which is Eric. So you have Eric's roster. All righty. And let's see who Eric is going to try to make a deal with. I'm going to roll the dice again here. And for my team, we've got one that corresponds to the number one team in the power rankings this week, which is, of course, Josh. So I have Josh's roster. Alex, you have Eric's roster. Uh, so let's see if we can make a deal. I'm going to set the clock to five minutes. That's a made-up clock. I'm not actually setting it to five minutes. But let's see if we can make a deal between Josh and Eric. All right, so doing a little bit of analysis on Eric's roster right now. I hate to say it. I'm just glad it's not my team. Um, it looks like there's a few weaknesses here. It looks like Latavius Murray's really been carrying the weight at flex and that may be going out the window soon. He loves wide receivers, that's for sure. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the bench. It seems like wide receiver is a place that would probably be good to upgrade as Auden Tate is in the lineup right now. And even with Cooper coming back, I'm not a big Alshon Jeffrey fan. What are you thinking over there? Uh, well, taking a look here at Josh's roster, I mean, Josh has a strong team. Obviously, he's number one in the power rankings. He's really strong at running back where he's getting 30 points a game. Um, he's kind of weakest, I would say... You know, he was strong at tight end. Now, not so much since he traded for Mark Andrews. Wide receiver could be could be helped a little. Looking at his roster, actually, qualitatively, I was looking at the numbers. He's got James Conner, Derrick Henry. I don't love Derrick Henry. Um, I believe in James Conner. He's got Jalen Samuels to back him up. DJ Moore, Golden Tate, Mike Evans. Not loving that receiving core at all. I'm definitely, if I'm Josh, I'm in the market for a receiver or a tight end, I think, to upgrade. I'm looking for a better tight end or a better receiver. Because right now, I know I have Mike Evans. But I don't love DJ Moore. I don't love Golden Tate too much. Um, you know, Christian Kirk's okay on my bench. Maybe Jamison Crowder. But maybe I'm trying to package something and get better wide receiver. Um, Interesting, because wide receiver is kind of the issue over on my end as well. But to be fair, maybe I could flip some wide receiver into some more wide receiver depth. Because my team that I'm working with here, Eric's, is just lacking in in quality wide receiver depth. I mean... Sammy Watkins and Dante Pettis are borderline unplayable at this point. So I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you what interests me from your lineup. If I'm Josh, yeah. I'm looking at your lineup. I'm Josh. I'm seven and one. Sure, I'm still trying to stay stay winning so I can stay ahead of Brandon um, to get that buy. But what I'm thinking playoffs for sure. I'm already seven and one. I'm basically a lock. So you know who I'm looking for is upside. And the guy on your roster that's screaming upside to me is Mr. AJ Green. He's not going to do you any good. He's on buy this week for you. You need to win every single game, uh, Eric. Uh, so, um, I'm thinking what I can give you some much needed help at, 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 at a position of need this week for you, which, you know, might be wide receiver, might be something else, uh, in exchange for AJ green. Interesting. In exchange for AJ green, what might you send my way? Hmm. You know, I'm starting to think really big picture here and I'm starting to really talk, think playoffs like you're mentioning, and I've got some outrageous ideas going on right now. And I'm thinking about maybe we start talking quarterbacks as well. Because you know, Eric is stashing the highest upside player in fantasy football. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's got Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. I will say that's a tough sell. That, that definitely is a deal that makes sense for a lot of people. I don't know if that makes sense for Josh here because he's got Russell Wilson. And yeah, it's, Josh, it's that slight upgrade to provide a little bit of upside there. But to be fair, that means he may be stuck playing Kirk Cousins until Mahomes is fully healthy and ain't nobody got time for that. So, okay. I, I have an offer that I'm going to that I'm going to make you. Okay. I will offer you AJ Green and Sorry. Alshon Jeffrey. Two wide receivers in exchange for Jalen Samuels. Need that short-term high high-end value, and 
Golden Tate. Are we off here? I'm, so I'm, what is the deal? It's it's Jalen Samuels and Golden Tate for AJ Green and and Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. No, I don't like it anymore. I was going to say I would do that deal. Uh, probably in, I would do that deal in a heartbeat for sure. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey. He hasn't been that great, I guess. Down. Let's go down from Alshon. I, yeah, I, I, just, I will say, I'm not that crazy if I'm Josh about getting rid of Jalen Samuels, because especially with James Conner's injury, I don't want to move him. What if I what that's if I why I'm, you- That's why I'm thinking, you know, that's the high value for Eric right now, to win now. Yeah, what if I offered you LaShawn McCoy for A.J. Green? It's a guy who's not starting for you right now with the guy who's really getting the majority of the work and the snaps in Kansas City. Is that a deal you would do? Um... I think that's I mean that's I think that's a good deal for me. I I'm don't know if AJ Green plays again this year. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Well, well uh, but you know if I'm Josh, I'm liking the high upside. So you're saying I'm you're saying I'm offering you too much with LaShawn. You feel like you're getting too much with LaShawn McCoy. No, I mean if you're if you're willing to accept that upside, I'm willing to take the the guy that's going to play now for me given, you know, my my flex spots about to be wide open and you know, who knows what's going on with Phil Lindsay and the Broncos. And see, and this is where I feel like, you know, as painful as this part of the podcast has been to listen to Alex and I grapple with hypothetical wrestlers that are not our own. This is where I think it's great, because if it were me personally, I would be too precious with it. I'd be like, ah, LaShawn McCoy. But if the Kansas City, you know, offense really starts clicking and Mahomes gets back, he could be really great. And I drafted him high and I feel good about it. But as somebody who doesn't, I can just I'm just sort of flying by the seat of my pants. I'm not really attached to these guys. And from my perspective, LaShawn McCoy, you know, as a, as a Damian Williams owner, speaking to my actual lineup, it is just kind of a headache. You don't really know where he's going to be, when or when, you know, how he's going to be used in that lineup. And if you look at Josh's lineup, he's not in there currently. He's got James Conner, Derrick Henry, and then he's probably playing three wide receivers. So given that, I would much rather ship off LaShawn McCoy and get back a high upside guy like A.J. Green. Um, maybe he comes back, and then that ends up being a guy I can pair with Mike Evans in my lineup. So, so I uh, say we, we consummate this trade now. All righty. So officially, we are trading. Uh, Alex, will you accept the offer of LaShawn McCoy for A.J. Green? I will. All righty. And there we go. We have our first uh, Let's Make a Deal. Listeners of the podcast, let us know how we did, whose side of that deal you would rather be on, and perhaps maybe this will lead to some actual deals uh, in the league in the near future. So jumping into this coming week, instead of previewing all of our matchups, we just wanted to point out a couple matchups that have huge playoff implications here. Um, lead, lead the way here, Brandon. Yeah, so there are two big games uh, that definitely have playoff implications. Team owners uh, competing for the tops of their divisions. Uh, in one matchup, we have Josh versus Gray. This week, those are the top two team owners in the power rankings going head-to-head. So yet another week uh, where Josh is going head-to-head with another team at the top of the power rankings. This week, it's Gray. Um, so that will be a really interesting matchup um, to see if uh, Josh can keep pace with Brandon and if Gray uh, can can maintain his lead uh, on Jess uh, in the rankings. Uh, you know, both are, are at nearly full strength. Gray will be without Brandon Cooks. As you recall, three weeks ago, uh, these two team owners were involved in a trade. So this is a little bit of a revenge game for Travis Kelsey, who will be playing against Josh and Mike Evans and and Mark Andrews and the Patriots defense, who will be playing against Gray. So we'll see if those chickens come home to roost and they start to really regret uh, possibly a trade they made because their their players are going to get some revenge this week. Uh, The other uh, big game this week is a game that I'm involved in. Uh, with Jess. So these are, uh, again, two team owners at the top of their divisions. I'm 7-1. Jess is 5-3. and three. Um, We'll both be competing this week. I am uh, really torn about what to do, uh, whether or not to start Kyler Murray this week or to pick up another quarterback off the wire or whatnot, because he's p- facing the San Francisco 49ers in their defense, which Jess has. Jess, a little banged up this week um, with David Johnson. Uh, his entry, will he, will he not play? What is she going to do with that Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler situation, which continues to confound her? Um, and, and can Carson Wentz uh, get back to his uh, his 20-point days? It, it seems ever since she traded Gardner Minshew for him, he has not been that great. And this week, he faces a difficult uh, Chicago Bears defense. So uh, two big matchups for the week. It'll be interesting to see how they shake out, and we'll break it down on next week's pod. Awesome, Brandon. Well, thanks for running that through that with for our listeners here. And now we're going to go ahead and transition over to our interview. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our second interview of the season. 
This time we will be interviewing the infamous Nick. I think the first thing we want to do in this interview is sort of let Nick speak his piece. You know, he's come up a lot in the earlier in the podcasts with, you know, not necessarily being the best fantasy football player. So, Nick, how would how do you respond to, you know, the the earlier criticism you received from both Brandon, myself, and even Gray? I got to get some intro music first. Hold on. Fantastic. Had to have an air horn. I mean, don't we all? Sorry, what so was you, the question? <laughs> so I know. No, you, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I know I suck. I don't, I don't have any beef with anybody. Um. I mean, it's just the truth, right? And I really kind of think this is the right way of going about this podcast because, you know, Gray was first. I know he called me out on, on you know, being the next guest, but I think it really works. Um, and, you know, he he's, as you said last week, top in power rankings, I believe, maybe not after this week, after my sweet win, but um, I might be the lowest in power rankings, can't be. Sure, but pretty sure. Um, I mean, you ask Gray how successful, how how he is so successful, um, and I'm pretty sure you're going to ask me how I'm so unsuccessful. I don't know, maybe. Gray said he starts thinking about this in July. I took notes. Um, but to be honest, I only start thinking about this when I open that first draft page. Uh, and then, you know, Gray had some great insights about fantasy football. I'll only have those if I get lucky or if I Google fast enough. Um, and Gray has a 99% chance of winning. And I think the last time I saw, I have a 1% chance of winning. I mean, to so, be fair, that, that big win last week, what Brandon, he's a, he's a game and a half back in the playoffs now. Absolutely. First of all, I just want to say, Nick, I love your style. I love that you had intro music now before you came on. And to be clear for the listeners, this was not like an edited production. I think you played that intro music on your phone as you're recording. Is that correct? It was actually, I'm, I'm actually on Skype on my phone and I played that off my computer, just getting my head really close to the speakers and it's on Spotify. You wouldn't, I mean, you, you, you would be surprised like how hard it is to find good intro music and good DJ sound effects on Google. Like on the phone, there's like a thousand apps for that. But, you know, I couldn't keep like Skype open and still keep the audio going with that while also playing music from an app, I guess. So I'm trying to find it on the, uh, on, on just like the first page of Google by typing in DJ sounds. Um, I mean, what else? Right. And then so I'm finding all of this ridiculous shit like one of the one of the sites I went to has no like it's like top DJ sounds. And one of them is Winston Churchill's Nazi speech. I'm like, wait, what? That's that's not a good DJ intro. Um, another one had 100 different noises for pigs. And then one of the sites that actually had some pretty good shit, but it cost 99 cents was called electricfetus.com. So I I had a lot of trouble. So Spotify saved me with those two things. I was trying to really just find the the pion, pion, pion. By the way, I had a conversation this weekend. Guess who came up and visited? Nikki Leslie and Trevor Hebner. Oh man, R.I.P. Trevor. Trevor. Shout out. I saw the Old photos on Facebook. Yeah. 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 So they came. If up we had a video right now, we'd be flashing a photo of Trevor. Just an FYI. Truth, Continue. Truth. Huh? I just said, if we had video going right now, we'd definitely flash a a photo of Trevor for the fans. Oh, yeah. Um, But, you know, we got into this discussion of, like, how do you do that that sound, that DJ sound, you know? And so I personally go, but then they were saying, like, like, with a PH. How do y'all do it? No, there's definitely no H. Definitely no H. Trevor, shout What about an F? It's, I I go, I go. I go P W A P. That's that's kind of my signature that's style. Yeah. That's the academic way of doing it. I respect that, Brandon. I, yeah. I have to ask Nick. That, that's an incredible amount of preparation that you did for your intro, looking for all that you know those different sounds. Which is greater, the amount of time you spent 
looking <laughs> for that intro music or the amount of prep time that you do to set your lineups each week? It's about the same, 15 minutes. I got to say, that's more than I thought. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of it, well, it depends on the week. You know, weeks like one through three or four are pretty easy because there's no bye weeks and I just stick with my lineup, um, you know, or unless someone's hurt. Uh, and then I just swap them out for someone on my bench. Um, but then, but then, you know, there's, there comes the, the bye weeks and then I'm really in a, a pickle. So Brandon, I think <laughs> I'm realizing this first, this first segment is just having our guests teach us something that they know very well. Gray taught us fantasy football and Nick taught us how to find DJ sign, find DJ sign sounds on the web. I mean, we just need to find a secret skill of everyone in our league and sort of use this first segment here to to go through that. I think that's kind of the, the direction we should go. Yeah, I mean, I will point out that I wasn't very successful about finding DJ sounds on the web. Success is kind of in the effort on that one because I don't oh, I just okay. don't know how big a deal it is. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. But, I was going to you know, say you're on brand. I was going to say you're on definitely brand. Definitely on brand. Oh, that's good. Well, I mean, we've set we've set a lot of expectations to the listeners of what they're going to get from you. And I think you are hitting that right on the head right now. So we, we do appreciate that. That was a little bit like nerve wracking, to be honest, because, you know, Gray's got his stats and his football knowledge to back him up. And then y'all are like, oh, Nick's funny. And I'm like, shit, what do I've got? I've got to like write jokes. And I didn't. So hopefully I'm funny. Nick, I would say you're effortlessly funny. Would you think that's a fair description, Brandon? God, we can't get into this or else it's going to go to my head. And then I'm going to try to do <laughs> hard. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think your intro was indicative of your playing style and the and the, the fun that you bring to the group. Um, you know, so so I think it's as I said, it's 100% on brand. Perfect. Well, thank so, you. Well, that's cool because, like, honestly. That's the reason I play. And I think you touched on that in your first episode is like, do I play because I win? Obviously not. But this is like one of the only ways that I can stay in touch with a lot of people that, you know, went, I went to school with and that I hung out a lot with. And now we all live everywhere across the country. And, you know, like, I like that. I think it's fun. Yeah. And at least some of us are nerds who like to hear ourselves talk and look at that. It's, it's all working out. So introduction to Nick, everybody aside, we want to jump into the nitty gritty. You know, we are here because this is a fantasy football league. So Nick, just want to throw you one quick question. I was trying to delay this portion. I know you were, but hey, you know, it doesn't have to be long, but the listeners <laughs> want to know. It probably won't be. What was your fantasy football strategy coming into this season, you know, and seasons past? Okay, so the one stat I'm shooting for, there's a lot of bad stats for Nick, but um, I think I would like to be the first team that wins a championship that doesn't make any trades or any changes to their lineup throughout the whole year. Ooh, Ooh that's like a very, that one. Trying it's very Greco of you. <laughs> No, nah, I mean, I mean, like picking up people off of waivers and 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 um, free agency aside, because you got to do that. But I'm saying, like, I guess I, I whenever I get a trade proposal, I think someone's trying to screw me because I don't know enough about fantasy football or the players. And um, and so I always decline. Like, you and could, honestly, you, they probably you, are, Nick. So I think exactly, you're exactly. Sorry, like, Brandon. I mean, you're trying to take advantage of me, and I get it. I would do the same, but um, but so yeah. If you send me a really fair trade and I decline it, it's just because I'm skeptical and I think you're trying to screw me. It's not because it's not because I don't like you or because I think that the trade is unfair. It's because well, actually, yeah, it is because I think it's unfair, but not because I know it's unfair. <laughs> That is hey, that's a totally fair response. I have I have leagues where I feel the same way. What what are your thoughts on this, Brandon? I mean, I feel like Nick and I, you I feel like we've made a few trades in the past. I feel like we've been able to get past it, you know? I mean, I think our, our trade of our, our trade of uh, I think we traded Adam Benateri for the Cardinals defense. We I traded knew this the Cardinals was coming. defense. I knew this one was I, coming. <laughs> I traded you Adam Benateri a few years back. People got upset about it, but it actually ended up being a better deal for you. I think you actually won the trade. 
Maybe in the long run, I think I think you have a good way of convincing people. You strong armed me in that one, and I came out on top. Luckily, um, and there was a lot of controversy. There really was, and maybe that that threw me in the direction of not wanting to do it anymore. I'm not saying it's your fault, but it's not mine. <laughs> well, now I feel bad. I, I feel bad. I feel like I prevented you from making future trades. <laughs> That's, yep, exactly. That's why I'm bad at fantasy football. It comes down to that. I have to say, though, you're not totally terrible at fantasy football. I think we give you a hard time about it. The league is super competitive. And, you know, looking at your team this year, you have had quite a bit of, uh, you know, injury, just bad luck. Devontae Adams has been out for a few weeks now. Looks like he might come back. Um, but on yep. top of that, like, I think Robert Woods is now, like, entering – or no, that was Brandon Cooks. Sorry, Robert Woods is healthy, but he's going on by. Joe Mixon hasn't really been great this season. He's sort of underwhelmed. So it has been a little bit of a tough season for you so far. But if you look at his it roster, does. people like Terry McLaurin, that was, like, a sharp – early early season pickup to get him so you clearly know what you're doing he drafted him he drafted him oh, and we all laughed about it on the you draft scary terry i didn't even realize terry that McLaurin, the guy without the face on the yes yes, yes that's right terry McLaurin. Yeah, you're like what is that your cousin <laughs> <laughs> so tell me nick what inspired uh, draft terry McLaurin? how did you how did you know that terry McLaurin was going to be uh, what is he? He's currently wide receiver 16 on the season. Didn't have a face when we drafted him in the draft uh, uh, in the draft uh, widget. Uh, but you drafted him and he's been awesome. How did you know? Um, I didn't. I, I would like to tell you that I read some like super sleeper articles like deep in the web and, and all that. Um, it, I don't know if that's the lingo, but um, honestly, he was uh, he was kind of the next up in the in the draft order on the list not not maybe not the and next, sometimes but, fortune you know within fortune top five, favors those list. types yeah i mean i don't i don't i don't just like go and pick like the next top person when we're drafting i do how long did we have to draft 90 seconds two minutes yeah i think 90 seconds 90 seconds i do 90 seconds of research so i have a um you know, I have I have a, you know, another a Google thing open or like one of the one of the, the um, player searches. I forgot the name of the website, but um, you know, I, I'm typing in some players, looking like what their projections look like, stuff like that. But I mean, I, I don't mean to minimize like the work that everybody else does, and you know, that's indicative of our a of our. Um, you know records but luckily yeah i was gonna say the work shows i don't I, yeah if i'm like don't worry about every, that if i'm telling you i'm doing this and i'm winning a shit ton then like people might be pissed but i'm not and and it's mainly because like i'm in it for fun i um i, I would i i would like to use the excuse that i just don't have time to do it but that's a lie because everyone's busy um and I just I don't dedicate enough time to it to be good at it. Uh, and I guess that's OK, right? Like I'm 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 trying a little bit. That's the beauty of our maybe league. not enough. That's where Definitely we all still get enough. along. If we all cared as much as, you know, certain members in our league, this would not be fun for anybody. <laughs> I mean, I, I care about setting my lineup. Um, I, I care about responding to trade. Sorry if I didn't in the last week um <laughs> but but typically i do um and you know i want to i want to make it i want to try and make it competitive at least i i think i do make it competitive it's not like i'm not setting my lineup and just leaving a bunch of empty spots where people have bye weeks and stuff you know most definitely not no luckily we don't have yeah. any of that in our league, which is great i'm just not i'm just not as into the research por portion of it as a lot of people are and i understand that's what it takes to win so, like I said, if I do win, it's most likely because I got lucky, not because I'm doing something different. Fair. So, Nick, so tell you, me, what is, a, what is a Sunday? What is a typical Sunday like for Nick? <laughs> are, you, uh, are you checking uh, the score, seeing how your team's doing? Are you oh, watching yeah. football? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm still competitive. Like, like I st I'm still looking at it, like, every 20 minutes. I mean, if it's, if it's close. So... And, you know, I'm if if I go to bed, I'm on the East Coast. So, like, 
Sunday night and Monday night games go till like, you know, really late, especially the ones that start at like 830 or whatever. Um, and, you know, God, I can go to bed at like 1030 ish. So um, but if it's close, I'm sitting there in bed every 10 minutes hitting refresh on my fantasy app, seeing where we're at until so the I- end of the game. Honestly, you probably check more than Brandon does. I know this is just circuitry and wires for you, right, Brandon? Basically, I I try not to to watch any football or check the app at all in the for the morning or afternoon games. I'll check it like in the evening because otherwise, I, exactly, I get sucked in like you, Nick, where it's like every I'm glued to my phone, just like checking, you know, hitting refresh or whatever, yeah. you know. But you I, must but have I, been glued I, to your to your phone Monday, though, if that's the case, because you had a really close matchup this week with Greco, and it came down to Mason Rudolph for you versus Juju Smith-Schuster for her, and you had the quarterback, and she had the wide receiver, so it seemed like you were safe, but yep. it was it was pretty close, I, and I think Juju caught like a touchdown at the very end there that made it super close. You ended up winning by two. Exactly. Uh, yep, and that and I'll add another level of complexity to this. I am in another league as well, and I have juju smith schuster in that league so i'm and i'm and what did i i think it was like 90 to 100 in that other league i was down by 10 points with juju the schuster. classic cross league tilt it's oh, the rough it was all it was awful and um and so you know the the situation that i was in and that's a that's a um ppr league so you know juju smith schuster's getting more points in that league which was good for me because I needed to get needed him to get ten. I needed Mason Rudolph to get I forgot how many, but not and I, and I didn't need Juju Smith Schuster to get too many in this one, obviously. But that's that's where I was at, and I needed obviously um, Mason Rudolph to get a good number of points more than Juju Smith Schuster. But I also needed Juju Smith Schuster to get at least ten points in my other league. Both ended up working out. I won in both leagues this year or this week, which is the first time that's happened this year because I also suck in that league. And 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 the penalties for losing in that league aren't fun. So there you go. Not so uh, not so, you know, not such a novice after all. You split that. You, you really threaded that needle there. That's quite a difficult uh, <laughs> task to, to win yeah. both leagues with. With playing with lot. and against the same That's player. That's got to take a lot of focus. A lot of focus. I know. I know. I'd love to take the credit, but, you know, got to give some to the players. Right. So I want to jump into the next question here. And I this is, you know, based around probably the biggest move in Nick Myers' history in the league. So how often do you, dra- um, excuse me, brag about drafting Saquon last year? Is that like a pretty big deal? Like every time you got to dinner with your wife, is that one of the first things you talk about? Like how often does that come up in your day-to-day life? It was a big move. No, it only came up in this league ever. Yeah. Yeah. No Shocking. One, no one congratulated. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it was a, it, it was a, it was a very, I mean, you know, my, my draft strategy, it was luck. So, I mean, I'm sorry that it didn't work out this year. But, um, but I mean, I to me, him if it just, I was first in the draft, it felt like it was a franchise altering move for Golden Taint personally. But that's just, you know, <laughs> where from. by the way, I've really got to change my name. I love what I have right now, but I, I would really like to do like a TV movie thing like everyone else. Um, and I'm always like thinking of it and I think that it's just going to hit me one day. But <laughs> I need to do I need to do I need to really dig in. So next year's my year. You can you can uh, put a pin in that, and uh, and and, and mark the shot. Part, podcast right here. Like I'm changing my name next year. I don't think I could do it in the middle of the year. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and say next year. I think year, you can. A good one. But for the sake of Brandon and all of his spreadsheets, let's not. No, I won't. I won't. The team names. The team names are not included in the spreadsheet. Don't worry. But I like it. Okay. You're calling your shot for next season. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna do it. It's gonna Perfect. be great. And I, you know, honestly, for this next one, I don't even know if you're gonna have an answer, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. So, looking at your team right now, you know, you're only a game and a half back of the playoffs. What do you think is your biggest weakness, and what are you looking to improve? Rest of the league, this does not mean to send him a bunch of trade requests. <laughs> um, my biggest weakness is me. 
Uh, and wow, uh, what, was the, what was the second one? That's very meta. Um, what are you looking to improve on your roster? Looking to improve on my roster. Um, probably running backs. Um, Sony hasn't hasn't really performed like I thought he was going to. They're a little too dominant at times. And Joe Mixon, like you mentioned earlier, Brandon, not great. Like, definitely thought there was going to be a little bit more performance out of those two. Yeah, Nick, I would agree. I would agree that, you know, the stats back up what you're saying. You know, you're an intuitive guy. You're an intuitive player. I think you knew without even looking at the numbers just from your gut that that was your weakest position, only getting 17.4 points a game from the running back position uh, compared to the league average of nearly 27 points per game. So that's nearly 10 points fewer uh, than the average team owner. So if you've got a running back out there, you want to shoot an offer next way. He's got some talented wide receivers. I'm looking at your, your roster right here. Devontae Adams, Marvin Jones, Terry McLaurin, uh, Robert Woods, Calvin Ridley. Just last week, Gray tried to sell us on the fact that he had four serviceable wide receivers. I think you have five, not to mention you've got Kenyon Drake on your bench who is suddenly, which we'll probably maybe have talked about. We're, we're recording this before we record the first part of the pod, a little behind the scenes. But in the where we may talk about this uh, earlier, which is that uh, Kenyon Drake was traded to the Cardinals, and you may have another starting running back there uh, to actually help you out at running back this week. So That's uh, right. You got some pieces, my friend. You got some bits and pieces. There you go. I just got some breaking news too. <laughs> Sweet. You know, and I don't want I don't want the now listeners I know to. Where I stand. I'm just gonna there call you... you and Alex I like every this. week. Get a little breakdown <laughs> on my own team. Yes. Let me know what I have, and then Absolutely. we'll go from there. Then you can send me trade requests. It better Ooh, be worth it. Okay, I found the end. Fantasy that's our new fantasy manager, fantasy agent. That's our new <laughs> position we created here. I like what it. does this cost? <laughs> is this expensive? It's full free. Uh, it's full free. All right. Cool. Just, yeah, just for the joy of hearing your voice, Nick. It's good. It's good to reconnect. Awesome. But we will be holding back your stipend for um, coming on tonight. I was about to say, you can keep that. Just give me some advice for the rest of the season. That works. That Seems works. like a fair deal. So now we really want to, so. we're doing something, we're doing something new today. And if everyone out there knows, our league talks all the time. They knew Nick was coming on today. So what we wanted to do was want to crowdsource some of the most hard-hitting questions that people could think of that they really wanted to put Nick on the spot. And this first one, this one's tough. I mean, I don't even know if I have an appropriate answer for it, but luckily Nick's one that has to answer. Um, this is coming from league member Josh. Do you prefer Torchies tacos or Taco Deli tacos? Torchies all day. Easy. Give us a little elaboration. Why is that? I like it more. Everyone, hard-hitting stuff <laughs> from Nick No, but I, I, I will say I'll give, you my, I'll give you my top two, and it's a um, – I'm, I'm bipartisan in my answer because I, the, 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 the Democrat and the Republican are my two favorite tacos – at Torchies. Man, if only all of us could be as bipartisan as you. Right? Right? I mean, I'm going to make it Brandon, I'm going to make it 3. I I also agree on Torchies. Uh two words. Right? Two words. I mean, I'm in on Torchies. So, that's why. That's why Torchies oh, is the I best. I don't have enough of their case, so you know, I'm actually it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Week, and I'm going to go to Torchies. I'm going to get some queso. I'm going to pour it all over my Democrat and Republican. That sounded dirty. I'm really glad you went for your tacos there. We actually have one here in Denver, so I, I have not left the Torchies experience. They they opened a uh, funny enough they opened a, a um not a Torchies but like a Austin style taco restaurant here in um, Charlottesville, Virginia called Brazos Tacos, and it's got little pictures of Texas everywhere. And I asked, you know, what the background was when I went, went there for the first time. And they said it's because the owners are from Austin and they moved to Charlottesville and opened an Austin style taco restaurant. Shout and out Bravo's Tacos. And awesome. There you go. Hey, maybe we can get some sponsors. I'll take this. That's over what I'm Bravo's. thinking. I'm thinking like like the 15 listeners. That's big, <laughs> yeah, money. That's big money. Exactly. <laughs> when you're in Charlottesville, Virginia next, go to Brazos Tacos. There it is. So our next question comes from league member Jess. Um, I, I think I need to preface this question to you, Nick. Have you watched the show The League? 
Yes, I have. And if that was a, I, I, I missed the reference. I'm sorry. And so, I mean, I feel, the reference I feel has like to an idiot now if I didn't get tinkering. Like, I can't remember that reference. I no. do watch the show. So are you a Rodney or a Rafi when it comes to Oh, tinkering? that one. Yeah. Oh. See, I. This is why you I'm need the go, on-air I'm prompts, go, bro. I'm gonna, see, I'm going to go Rafi just because of pocket dogs. <laughs> well, what are pocket dogs? I watch this show, but I don't remember pocket dogs. Are this just I'm assuming hot dogs you just dogs. carry in your pockets. I love Jason Manzukas who plays exactly. Rafi. Exactly, you've got it. Okay, you've got it. They're just hot dogs he carries in his pockets in case he wants right. some. In case he's hungry, but um, but yeah. So I don't. I missed the 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 uh, the tinkering part of that show, I guess. But I caught pocket dogs. What can you can you bet? Can you tell me what the tinkering part means? Um, I mean, Brandon, you're probably an expert tinker. I'd love to hear from you. I, yeah, I think that's just what the question means. Are you somebody who tinkers with your lineup? Like, is always, you know, uh, changing a player, moving a player in and out of your lineup every week? Or are you somebody who just kind of, I guess, you know, uh, oh. plays? But, but I think we know the answer to that question at this point. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I assumed it meant. Um, but... Yeah, Pocket like Dogs said, is a far kind of, better connection to take this podcast. Kind of, kind of have already uh, answered that one. And only if there's a bye week do I tinker. Okay, fair. So, because yeah, I'm, I'm going we, for that stat. As, as we near the end of our time with you here, Nick, which has been absolutely fantastic and has lived up to all the hype. So, thank you for that. I'm, I'm happy. And, and I know you've referenced it before, but we're now going to give you a full stage to talk about this. What do you love about fantasy football? What do you love about this league? You all, everybody, like staying in touch, hanging out, talking with everybody still. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really it. It's it's That's what it's about. Um, I mean, I do enjoy fantasy football. But I know I'm not good at it, and I know that I'm not going to be good at it unless I put some effort towards it. But it's really about, like, just staying in touch with people and, you know, talking with y'all over chat. Oh, man. I'm about to cry. But um, Me too. No, no. That, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's what it's about, right? Yeah. Like, like I actually – Right. Like I even mentioned it in the group chat tonight. I feel like we're really all pretty lucky that we went to the grad school program. We did. It really felt like we all got six years of undergrad when it comes to just like came to just being able to enjoy time with people and really getting that full on college experience for an extra two years. So this league's a great way to keep extending that as we all become old. Oh, totally. Yeah. I agree with that. And Nick, for people who haven't, you know, kept in touch, like you and I haven't really talked that much outside of, you know, a handful of times I've seen you or, you know, yeah. you know, we talk through the league, but uh, catch us up, you know, how have you been since school? What have you been up to? Um, you mentioned you're in Charlottesville eating Brazos tacos. What else is going on in your life? Yeah, man. Um, still working for silver car. So still, still doing that. Um, was up after Austin up in New York for a couple of years, then decided to move down to Charlottesville, been here for a couple of years and, going to make this uh home for a good amount of time foreseeable future um i like it here a lot uh i still like working for silver car and um otherwise use silver car for all your rental car needs <laughs> shit yeah sorry how'd i miss that um yeah uh, i come up with like a promo code or something like worst cast 20 use worst cast 20 for 20 percent off your next reservation i don't think um, you guys want to take the financial hit that all the all the clients we're going to bring are going to put on you no nah, it's okay it's okay uh, we can take it um the uh so then so then yeah that's the work side of things right so otherwise you know just hanging out with friends um decided to uh get in shape a little bit so i've been working out a lot and um trying to lose some weight and getting into um like hiking and mountaineering and stuff like that and so been on a couple of trips this past year um trying to shoot some, for some bigger goals later on but yeah we gotta get you, get you out here to get some snowboarding in this winter too hell yeah open up that uh that that veil residence <laughs> I'm up. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, Nick, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for taking the time out of your evening to join us. Um, Brandon, do you have anything else? Are we ready to roll on? Yeah, I just want to say thanks, Nick. It's been awesome talking to you. You know, we talked about how you're, you, as you said, I think you're very self-deprecating. As a football player, I enjoy it just because you make it fun, and I love playing with you. And you do have success last year. Just want to point out for the listeners that uh, Nick was the number one seed in the playoffs. He was 10-3, and three, like, you know, one of only four times we've had a team win, you know, double-digit uh, wins. So um, so I think that's awesome. Towards your, towards your quest to eventually, I love that goal of becoming the least active champion in league history. I think <laughs> that's, that's not a, how I put it, but okay. – <laughs> <laughs> what, well, well, maybe would the better way to say like the most efficient championship ever in exactly. league history, perhaps? Okay. Exactly. I like that a lot more. But no, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, well, no, it's, actually, it's, it's always so much fun, uh, and and the the interaction with you all, um, the stats, the blog, everything makes it ten times more fun. So thank you all for that. Well, and Nick, I've, we forgot the most important thing. So you're yeah. now in the hot seat to choose next year's podcast guest. We're trying We're to balance weeks. it out with some entertainment here, you know, week to week, making sure we spread the wealth. We used we used some pretty heavy hitters early here. Where are we thinking about going next? So this is a two-part answer for me. One okay. is is that I have got a great idea for one week or, or like at some point, maybe it's, maybe you do two per week, not trying to add extra stuff, but maybe this is a special um, edition of the worst cast. But I was talking to my wife, Whitney earlier, you know, her, um, Better a time or two. I was asking her, I was like, so Jess is killing it in our league. Right. But Whitney's also in a league with her and Jess isn't doing so hot in that league. Actually, Whitney just beat her last week, like 115 to like, 85 um and jess is like three and five sorry jess i'm i'm, I'm blowing you up in this other fire league. but it's real time right it's called real time right, right but also i i i can't i can't believe it. i forgot this but like whitney's all in this league with jess she's also in it with a lot of other people that we went to school with whitney jess nikki claire sam davin all are in this league right I think that would be a really cool show. Get them all together. Get as many people that want to join a podcast together and have a sweet conversation between leagues. I love this idea. I think that would be really cool. So second answer to your question is that I want to hear from Jess next week and see if she thinks this is a good idea. I had I had a hunch that's where we were going, and I think that's a fantastic idea. We cool. will have our people contact her people, send out the formal invitation, and go from there. Sweet. Wonderful, Nick. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we are going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks, right. Nick. Thanks, guys. Have fun. Later. Well, everybody, that is our interview with Nick. As I think it's everything we could have imagined it to be, Brandon. Um, I heard you did some some research since we spoke to Nick and have some insight for us. You know, I was I really loved that uh, you know assertion by Nick that goal that he wants to become as he said the most efficient, not the least active champion in league history. I have some bad news for him. He's already been too active this season. Uh, we we already have a couple of owners in league history that were even less. Uh, more efficient, might we say, in their quest for a championship. Uh, two owners uh, have previously won a championship without having made a trade. That would be Jeff in 2016 and Greco in 2012. Both won the league without making a trade. The most efficient, however, was Greco in 2012, where she scored uh, only 36 points from the waiver wire. Otherwise, the rest of her points, all uh, 1,157, came from the draft. That's 97% of her scoring came from players she drafted on day one. So Nick, so far this season, uh, actually, I, I stand corrected. Actually, Nick, so far this season, is at 35 points from players uh, from the waiver wire. Greco was 36. If Nick doesn't score another point from uh, from the, a player off the waiver wire and he goes on to win the championship, he can do it. But that's that's the gauntlet has been thrown. Can he do it? Just one point from a free agent, uh, from a player from free agent. I'm just picturing Nick rushing to bench all the players that he did not draft. 
Which is going to be tough this week because I think he's already he's got he's got quite a few players on Biden this week. So it, sometimes it'll be you just got to take the L, you know, for the for the sake of for the history for the larger goal. It would be epic. It would be epic if he could do it. So gauntlet it's, is thrown. Well, there you go, everybody. And next week we will be meeting with Jess, as you heard. Um, she participates in another fantasy league with Nick's wife. So we're starting to cross wires here. This is this is spreading out of control. But we'll talk to Jess a little about about her success in our league and. Sounds like her lack of success in another. But until then, Brandon. Remember, everybody, you know, I'm looking forward to that podcast. Jess and I play each other this week, so it'll be an interesting uh, conversation next week for us to rehash kind of how our matchup went. But, yes, remember, everybody, nobody cares about your fantasy team. Especially us. Have a wonderful evening.